everybody, light up your cigarettes if you got them, because this joint is going to be hot. Talking about a radio, powerful transmission, but no submission. 4-4, down the freeway, daddy-o, top down, all crowns, the kings of bebop, all the glory on top, tippy top of that transmission tower, all that transmission power. p.m. 6-26-2017. It is Opal City Radio time. My name is Mike and with me is Emily. Hey guys, what's up? Um, Emily. Michael. Uh, what, what makes a, a good superhero? Is it, is it truth, justice, and, and the pursuit of the American dream? Um, no. It is. Okay. It is the shiniest sparkliest costume it is uh an inflated sense of self-worth yeah absolutely and it is the pursuit of all dim coins i mean i would love to say that no you're wrong but you know i'm not every everybody knows that you're right yes so today, we are going to be talking about uh, my personal favorite DC hero, mm-hmm. um, Booster Gold. Booster! Buster Gold! We love you even if DC hates you. It's so true, man. Um, Booster Gold is... Uh, one of the things that I love about Booster Gold is he's so... Everybody can empathize with Booster Gold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you can't, then you're a goddamn monster. <laughs> because Superman is a stick in the mud. Mm-hmm. Batman is like a crazed maniac. Yes. But but Booster Gold, mm-hmm. you can you can empathize with Booster Gold. Yeah. He's, Absolutely. He's a he's a good egg. He he is a he is a good egg. He's trying um, his best. He is. He is indeed trying his best. Um, so we decided to read his OG run. Yeah. Uh, his... From the, the far-flung years of 1986. Yes, to kind of go hand-in-hand hand with having read um, Ted Quartz's original, not his original original run, his original original run right. from the 60s. Um, but his 1980s run pre-Justice League and I'm like, well, we can't talk about Ted without talking about Booster. So no, no, you you can't you can't separate the two. I mean, when um, we were reading JLI, like they're just a source of constant entertainment. Uh, they, I, again, I, I'll say it again and again. It, it was genius to put the two of them together. Yeah, and to be absolutely. and to decide that no, they're friends, and then to was- set them loose. A stroke of genius. So, yeah. So, to read, you know, Ted Kord's run pre-Justice League. And then I'm like, all right. Well, then we have to, like, revisit Booster Gold's pre-Justice League run as well to see kind of where he gets his start. Um, 
And it's interesting, too, just to see who he is as a character before yeah, he evolves into, like, kind of what what we really know him as now. Sure. So, good old, that is, good that old is booster. True. Yeah, um, I mean, the comic starts off uh, with him already having traveled. For those of you, well, I guess let, let's go over Booster's origin story. Yeah. Because it, it's like, it is my favorite origin story in comics. It's actually, I mean, I was thinking about this. It's actually kind of a stroke of genius. So, Booster yeah. Gold was created and introduced um, in 1986 by Dan Jurgens. Yes. Uh, he was the first significant new character in DC's universe post-Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, during this time in the 80s, they were trying to kind of create some more newer characters that weren't so entrenched mm-hmm. in a lot of the uh, the DC mythos because they had been going with Superman forever. Yeah. They, you know, obviously Batman's been going on forever. Even, like, you know, Green Arrow was long in the tooth at the time. Yeah, so I think what was really brilliant is they introduced Booster Gold and for the first couple of issues of his solo series, the big question is, well, who's Booster Gold? Yeah. And all we really know is he's a hot new hero who's in Metropolis. Yeah. Um, he's creating this huge buzz. He's got like his own brand. Yeah, Essentially, he does. you know, he's striking all these deals. He has all these endorsements. He's got a movie in the works. Yeah. And it's the whole question of, who is he and where did he come from? Because he just I mean, kind of exploded on the scene. And I'm one, like, that's brilliant. It, it is. And, and one of my favorite things about the character is, like, initially, I mean, he'll walk around without a, without his, his mask on. Mm-hmm. And people are just like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Booster Gold. You know, like, it's, it's genius. Yeah, it, it's still weird to me when people use his, like, real name. Yes. When people, because his name is Michael John Carter. So when people call yes. him Michael or Mike, and I'm like, no, his name is it's Booster. A, it's a powerful name, though. <laughs> it is a powerful name. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the fact that, you know, he shows up in Metropolis and he's like, you know, pouncing on all these things before, because, you know, Superman just, he has better things to do. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, people are like, oh my god, like, this dude, he's Johnny on the spot, like, where's Superman? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, well, Superman doesn't have a movie coming out, Superman doesn't do flakies commercials. <laughs> That's right, Superman doesn't date, like, hot young models like that's right and actresses and such you know so yeah so we find out that okay so booster's whole little backstory is he's a time traveler yeah from the 21st 25th century Mm -hmm. uh he's from gotham city which yes, I'm he's am- from future Gotham. Amazed is still around, so I guess Batman did something good. Well, I mean, you say that. But- <laughs> anyway, he was a quarterback for Gotham University, but he was betting on games, including his own games. Which is still a no-no, even in the far-flung future of the 24th century. 25th century. 24th, 25th. Because yeah, he's from the year 2462. You're from the year 2462. I might be. Oh. You don't know. 
It was a gold burn that I just <laughs> laid down on you. So, you know, he gets found out. He's expelled from the university. He loses everything. Yep. Which is a big deal because his mother and his twin sister were kind of counting on this scholarship and him going pro because they have nothing. They're living in the slums. His father yep. was a gambler who abandoned the family, you know, when he was a little kid. Um, so, you know, it's totally wrecks everything. Yeah. So in the wake of this, he somehow manages to get a job uh, as a night watchman at the Space Museum. Yes. Which has souvenirs and mementos of man's space history. It's totally true. So it's like, I guess, like NASA stuff, but then also like Legion of Superhero stuff. Because as you know, the Legion of Superheroes and their hilarious nonsense names, they live in space. Yes. Um, so he's doing that. And that's kind of where he starts like getting into like the whole kind of superhero thing. Because, I mean, there's yeah. like the statues of all, you know, 20th century Earth's greatest heroes, you know. And all that, you know, he enrolls in Metropolis University. Uh, specializing in superheroes of the 20th century, which is amazing to me. That's like a <laughs> like a degree you can get. Yeah, yeah, you're a bachelor in superheroes. I would love to have like my master's, my doctorate in superheroes. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's Doctor Emily. I have <laughs> yeah. a degree in superheroes. I adjust my monocle. The money just prints itself. <laughs> Jeez. So. He gets the idea of this whole superheroes thing of like, wait a minute, if I go back to then, maybe yeah. I can make a name for myself because like, obviously no one's going to know who I am. It's 500 years ago. Right, exactly. And I can make some money and I can make good. So he steals Rip Hunter's time sphere. <laughs> that he does. Uh, there's also a little security robot. Yes. That kind of, you know, flies around with him. And he decides to steal that, too. Yeah, he steals Skeets because he's like, I'm, I'm going to need like a little helper. He steals a Legion of Superheroes flight ring. Mm -hmm. He steals uh, a power suit, Ultra Boys like power belt. Uh, yep. Some gauntlets, power gauntlets, and like a visor. Yep. And he's good to go. Pretty much. So, he's got like, you know, no one will know. Like their technology is so, you know, behind the times. Like no one will know that all of my superheroes are like, or my superpowers are mechanical. Yeah, they, they won't know. They'll think that I just have these superpowers. So he goes back to the far flung past of 1986. It was a good year. <laughs> And he winds up in Metropolis. And that's... Now, by the time we meet him in issue one, he's been around for a couple of months. You know, long enough to make a name for himself. The first big thing that he did was, unfortunately, he saved President Reagan from being assassinated. <laughs> yeah, that... I mean, you know... I'm like, thanks, Buster. <laughs> thanks. Pal. Um, but I mean, that put him on the map. So, you know, by the time that we meet him, he could be negotiating his $5 million deal for his movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's 
pretty pretty amazing. I do like that there's a lot of bit characters that they throw into the series. Yes. Um, um I... one of my favorite ones is the uh the one senator who always calls him Buster. <laughs> senator Ballard. Yes, that's that's him. Senator Ballard. Who t- Hey Buster <laughs> turns out to be a bad guy. It's it's true. A lot of their his well no not a lot I guess just a few turn out to be yeah, bad a guys. Yeah, a few. Yeah, turncoats and whatnot. Yeah. Um I really like uh his like personal assistant slash secretary. Uh yes. Trixie. Yeah. Um cuz comparing her to Ted's personal assistant. <laughs> Melody, and I'm like, oh, I see you both have a thing for, like, redheads here. Yeah. Trixie has such a big role to play. She does. She has a very huge role to play, and And I I like the way that they, you know, they drew that out. Yeah. They definitely put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, and, like, she has so much to do. She's not just like, oh, we have to fill in this character slot like that's kind of what melody felt like of like oh well we have to have the girlfriend and then she's sidelined for like the entire run yeah she doesn't really pop up too much um, yeah like i didn't believe that is super involved yeah like i mean i never believed that ted actually had a thing for melody but i'm like no i think booster i mean he really cared for her yeah and i mean they have a cute little like flirty relationship that never really goes anywhere because it's it's true. Booster's always lurching from one crisis to the next. <laughs> yes, and absolutely. Um, but I mean, it's obvious that they care about each other, and she's just like always a thousand percent over everything. She's just a nice <laughs> girl from Kansas who just wants to it's do her true. job. She's got her two cats. Yes, Jack and Jill. Yep. She brings them to the office, and she gets mad when people are mean to them. <laughs> yeah, one guy's like, I hate cats! And I was like, get out of here, you bum! Yeah, and then she makes him apologize to the cat. <laughs> yeah, as well he should. A human should know its place. <laughs> uh, let's see, you have Booster's asshole manager, Dirk? Um, well, I, I don't know that Dirk is so much an asshole. I, I mean, when you consider him at the beginning of the of the series, he's like... He's just the typical, like, hey, baby, like, you look great today. You know, like, it, he's that kind of dude. You know, I, he's kind of like a yes man. I, I don't know. I never liked Dirk, so he always rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, he's he's very much a corporate yes man. And, you know, as they go on in the story, like, his wife and daughter get kidnapped, so he's forced to work against Booster, although he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like, there's still a lot of, um, I mean, later on he turns into a goddamn manhunter. Yes, so it's, it's revealed he's a fucking manhunter. And I'm I like, mean, whoa, Booster, we have, like, two issues left. Why are you yeah. doing this now? Yeah, like, that's, uh, that, that just, things are elevating very quickly. <laughs> I, I don't know. I never liked Dirk. I, he probably just comes off as, you know, he's just a standard, like, you know, like, slick dude in a suit who's just like, oh, no, like, Booster, make sure you save those people because it'll look great on the evening news, you know? like I, I he's also kind of a pig, so. Yeah, I mean, he, he is. I, but, I, you know, again, I, I, I liked, I, I like broadly drawn characters, <laughs> and he's a very broadly drawn character. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. 
Like, whatever, Dirk, and your dumb, like, perm and your mustache. Yeah, he's got a he's got a, the sweet 80s perm and 80s mustache. Ugh. He wears a lot of tweed suits. He does. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, let's see. Booster has his own comic book in he universe. Does. Yes, and Dirk reads it. <laughs> Published by Blaze Comics. Oh, man. I Well, you want to talk about, like... Like pigs. Like, what about the uh, the comic? Oh my god, it's on Trixie. Oh my god, like the writer, yeah, who's like super sleazy about it, (laughs) and he's like, like. Look, in the 80s, was that, like, a big thing? Like, I, like I'm a comic book writer. Well, I, have to th- I have to think they were making fun of themselves at that point. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was pretty hilarious. I mean, because, I like, like I, I can't believe that, that would be, like, a good come on of, like, <laughs> yeah, I write comic books. Yeah. <laughs> you ever read Spawn? I wrote that. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm writing one of 20 Superman books, baby. Like, <laughs> It's not just me. It's more of a team effort with a couple other people in the office. But but my idea is... <laughs> Let's see. There, okay, uh, Senator Ballard. Yeah. Who turns out to be the leader of the 1,000. Yes, um... I, I know they were brought up in other comics, you know, before before Booster Golds. Um, they were my least favorite villains um, that that Booster goes up against. I mean, they're they're a good starter thing because it's they're a, a gang. Yeah, and it's the whole thing of like you know, well, <laughs> why hasn't Superman dealt with you? <laughs> like, I mean, oh yeah. Okay, and then we get Thorn shows up. Oh, Thorn. I have a crush on Thorn. She's awesome. Oh, Thorn, who's like kind of crazy. Because I yeah, think. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that her thing? Because her name is Rose. And then yeah. I think that she like disassociates or something and like turns into Thorn. Yeah, which and, is awesome. And then she it's, like. It's a reap vengeance upon the thousand. Yeah, and then she like beats up the thousand and then like she turns back goes back to being Rose and, like, doesn't yeah. know what happened. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, awesome. you don't remember your dumb adventures with Booster Gold. <laughs> well, you know. Which is so apt for poor Booster Gold. <laughs> oh, poor Booster. <laughs> I mean, I do like, you know, uh, some of the early people he does go up against, like, uh, like Blackguard's a fun villain. Yeah, He's yeah. just, like, a big, a big dumb guy. Yeah, and then you have Mind Dancer. Oh, my God, Mind, her face is a fucking skeleton. Yeah, she has, like, a skull face. It's like, oh, my goodness. Skull face. It's like, are you what the Red Skull? You did you get an operation? I <laughs> I just what's maybe she hangs out with like um, Director Bones. Maybe maybe they go to the same like skincare clinic. Oh yeah, the skull skin hair clinic. That, that's that's a, a pretty popular one. If your face is a skull. Well, I mean, it's, you require special care. Yeah. For your skull face. I'd recommend the bone bath. <laughs> Terrible. I- I take off my face. I'm a skeleton. Oh, no. Uh, Let's see. I mean, we get, like, Star Labs is brought in. Yep, yep. Because, you know, um, Blackguard had stolen, like, some satellite thing. The booster got it back. But then it got stolen again. Yes, it got stolen as he was turning it in for, like, public opinion. (laughs) Yes, and it's like, oh, booster, your greatest failure on TV. (laughs) 
<laughs> for everyone to see. This will uh, really tank your Q ratings, kid. <laughs> uh, you, you know, Balor tries to bust him for tax evasion. Yes, he totally does. Which is hilarious, and then, like, it gets tossed out of court, and then Ballard's, like, super mad as he's putting on, like, his, like, supervillain cape. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the only way to do it, is, like, when I put on my supervillain cape, I make sure I'm super mad. Uh, let's see, who else does he fight? He, uh, Mr. Twister? Yes, Mr. Twister, who hold- the most 80s supervillain. He's like, I'm, cause I'm twisted, and I'm like, oh, I get it. Ugh. I see. I mean... He fights Rainbow Raider? He does fight Rainbow Raider. Oh, and you get a little, like, glimpse into Rainbow Raider's past and, like, how uh, the dude that was in Metropolis was screwing him over and stealing his paintings. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, wouldn't you know it, Rainbow Raider, the man with rainbow powers, is colorblind. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and he, like, robs Booster of his colors... He does. He blinds Booster and skeets for a little while. Yeah, but then he gets fixed with rainbows. Yeah, he does. They put rainbows in him. Well, actually, I like um and the guy that they get from MIT, Jack Sue. Oh yeah, Jack Sue. Yeah, his, he's pretty rad. His little yeah, scientist buddy, whose first job is to create a super suit so that Booster Gold can have a sexy like lady sidekick. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's one of that, one of the. Uh, that's one of Dirk's ideas. Yes. Yeah, Dirk. Dirk knows what he's doing because he's like, ah, oh, I mean, we got like all the ladies love you, Booster. We got to get something for the guys to look at. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's 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 Plan One. From, uh, like, the professional wrestling racket. If you have a dude Mm -hmm. who's, like, big and he looks tough, but he can't, you know, talk without sounding like an idiot, you put him with a girl. Or if you need to give a dude a boost, you put him with a sexy girl. Oh. Yeah, his popularity maybe will rise a little bit. I don't know. It depends. Okay. I mean, I guess, I guess, but I just thought that was hilarious to me that, like, that's his first gig. (laughs) Well, Like, he gets recruited from Star Labs, and it's like, we need you to make a babe. (laughs) And he's like, oh, okay. like, weird science up in here, but all all right. Yeah, I like that he wears his MIT shirt all the time. (laughs) Um, We get the thing with um, the kid who finds the crashed spaceship. Yeah, you get a Superman and Booster Gold thing, and I love the way that it turns out. I like that. Okay, well, I like that first off. The Booster Gold does not like Superman, like, at all. No. Like, they totally get off on the wrong foot. Absolutely. absolutely. And, they, and yeah, so this kid finds this crashed spaceship, but it's like, it looks like a toy because it's really small. And then this little dude pops out. And he's like, oh, it's like a little alien, but he can't understand what he's saying. Right. But like he projects the Superman symbol. So he's like, oh, I got to get you to Superman. So he takes him to Booster Gold because he's like, (laughs) oh, you know how to get in touch with Superman. So Booster's like, all right. So he gets in touch with Superman and they're like, oh, shit. You know, we have to there's like this alien invasion that's that's coming. And we have to stop it. And so, like, this kid gets to go on a fun space adventure. With, <laughs> it's true. With Superman and Booster Gold. Yeah. Um. Whatever. They wind up getting captured. And then it's the whole, like, alien politics. 
Right. And their little pal is telling them, like, oh, I'm a rebel fighter. And, like, I'm trying to overthrow the leader because he's this cruel despot who's, like, exactly right. killed all these people. He took my wife and my kid. He tortured them and he executed them. And Booster's getting real fired up. Oh, yeah. Booster's just like, let's take Let's do this. And Superman's like, no, like, you, you can't just interfere in another planet's politics. Mm-hmm. Like, this is none of our concern. You know, and Booster's like, I thought you were a hero. Like, how could you turn your back on these people? And it turns out that the their alien buddy was lying to them. Yeah, that he was lying. He's been trying to overthrow the good and kind ruler. Right. And Booster learns a valuable lesson in thinking before acting. It's true. What I liked about that particular story arc is it made me like Superman a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, like when they're fighting, like, you know, Booster's like, oh, man, I thought he'd be tougher. And, you know, Superman's like, oh, I just got to got to get away so he doesn't hurt anybody while he's throwing me around. And he's like, <laughs> I barely felt a thing, though. I mean, honestly, even though Booster Gold wound up being wrong. Yeah. I didn't kind of like the speech that he gives Superman. Yeah. About kind of like. Who the hell are you? Like, you espouse all these values and these virtues. Right. But these people need us. And what? Like, it's not our concern. Like, you're in the fucking Justice League, buddy. Like, yeah. why don't you step up? And I like that. I like Superman's retort to that, where <laughs> he's like, like, listen, we can't just go around, like, fo- like hoisting our morals onto everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and really, we don't even know what's going on here. Like, you, like you've like you been here for, like, ten minutes and you want to overthrow a government. Yeah. That's not how things operate. Yeah. I mean, I like to, like, later on, um, Booster and Superman get into it again. Because, yeah, like, they're, they're, they, they, do. they just irritate each other, I think. Yeah, Superman, I love the panels of Superman. He's just like, <laughs> like so mad. Because he gets really irritated with Booster, because ob- Booster's a glory hound. That's yeah. what he's in it for. He's very upfront about, I am in this for the money. Right. And Superman kind of gives him a hard time for it. And he's like, again, like, who the hell do you think, like, where the hell do you get off? You are not, like, Lord Supreme Chancellor of fucking superheroes just because you're Superman. Like, you don't get to tell me how to be a hero. Be like, does it, he's like, I'm doing good here. Oh, that's right, because it's when Superman finds out about his whole backstory that he's, like, basically a criminal who's come yeah, to the right, past. Right. He's like, you're a thief. Like, you're yeah, nothing but all, a, a two-bit thief. Yeah, he gets all sanctimonious about it, and Booster's like, back the hell off, dude. Like, I'm doing legit good here. What does it matter if I'm getting paid for it? To, like, if I'm making money, too. Right. You know, which is a good point. It's like, dude, basic heroing doesn't like Superman doesn't get paid when he I mean, rescues Lois Lane from Lex Luthor for the thousandth time. I mean, and I, I like also that they bring Skeets into a little bit more mm-hmm. and how he's like, listen, like, is there a timeline for for Booster Gold? And Skeets is like, yeah, I mean, if there wasn't a timeline for him stealing all that stuff and coming back to the past, I would have just zapped him and stopped him cold. But, 
you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that this is the way history had to go. And Superman's like, well, okay, I, I, still mean, don't, I don't like it, but. Oh, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I really liked, liked that. I like that he kind of, that he stands up against the big blue Boy Scout. And it's like, you know, yeah. soups just because you're who you are doesn't mean you're always right. It's And it's a very good point to make. Good on Booster for bringing it up. Yes. Because Superman, he can be bullshit a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, he can be. Uh-uh. Remember that city in a bottle, Superman? You remember that? All those tiny little people? Mm. That was your fault, Superman. <laughs> I'm Lex Luthor. I talk him into killing himself within ten minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, Red Sun is so good. <laughs> um I liked when uh our gross past germs start <laughs> killing Booster because of his perfect future immune system. It's true. Can- well he keeps he keeps his force field up all the time. And so his body didn't acclimatize to like our savage germs. <laughs> so he's dying. Yeah. And it's very, it's very... Uh, that was, that was actually, I liked, I don't generally like time travel. That's a thing that annoys me. Which is... Like, whenever I see it. Amazing, since Booster Gold is your favorite yeah. superhero, and time well, travel is such an integral part of his character. Sure, I, I know, I know, but let me finish. Okay. Um, I loved the the adventure where they go back to the, where they go back to the future. Oh! Um, you know, they did, like, a compelling sort of future version of everything. I like the one cop that's, like, hell-bent on stopping him. Yes. They have the uh, the the animal, like, this mutant that the police use to, like, beat up criminals. Mm-hmm. And they save him, and then he, he, like, sacrifices himself for them. And I was like, oh, no. Like, oh, that's awful. Yeah, he does. To yeah, and then his, <laughs> his face. Oh, yeah, it's, like, in the clouds. <laughs> His face appears in the clouds. <laughs> Look, it's very touching. And in the clouds, they have a skull tattooed on their forehead. And in the clouds, <laughs> the skull is still there. He's got the little skull. Look, he oh did a very God. brave and noble thing. It's true, he did. I had feels over it. but And then the cop follows Booster into the past. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's going to stop him. He's going to kill him. And, you know, like Booster manages to change his mind where he's like, well, you know, I have to stop, you know, these people from being assaulted. They're in this building. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, no, I'll I'll handle this, mm-hmm. you know, immediately fails. And like, you know, Booster and him kind of team up and then he, he lets Booster go. Mm-hmm. It's it's true. And. They meet up with uh, Rip Hunter. They do. For the first time. Good old Rip. And I'm like, oh, Booster, your beautiful son. <laughs> it's, it's true. Your, your beautiful mystery, baby. Yeah. St- I liked um, when uh, Jack Sue made the suit and um, uh, Trixie became Gold Star. Yeah, she, she puts on the suit because they have to bust Booster out of the hospital. Yeah. Right? Because they figure out, they're like, oh, well, shit, the only way to, like, really make sure he doesn't die is to take him to the future. So she puts on the gold star suit with a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> yes. Because she's like, I, I can't let people see me wearing this. Like, this, right. is, this is terrible. And so she busts him out of the hospital. 
Yeah. And then he's like in his little gown. Oh, that's right, because his arm's broken too. Yeah, yes, his arm is broken. His like shoulder got dislocated. Yeah, he's just. Because that was right after he busted up the thousand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just, he's a mess. Yeah. Is he, like his suit lost power and he's like, oh, I've got to fight the bleeder of the thousand without any power. No, you know, like, no. Yeah, but um, um, she takes to the role like really well. Of being Gold Star, and I was like, oh, that's that's great. Dude, she takes it pretty well in stride, too, when she figures out that Booster is from the future. Well, yeah, because she kind of already suspects it, because but she's it, smart, it's you know? Just, it's hilarious to me, though, because, like, there's a couple of people that get told that he's a time traveler, and they're just like, oh, no, yeah. No, that, that, that actually makes that makes sense. a lot of sense. <laughs> no, that, I, I, like, nobody's, like, taken aback. Nobody... It's like, yeah. but that's impossible. They're like, oh, no, of course, this giant, like, man, baby nerd would be from the future, yes. <laughs> it's it's totally true. This is the future of our civilization, booster gold. <laughs> I mean, this comic is so much fun. It's a lot of fun. I really, really liked his I, solo I, run. See, like, this is the era that I used to read, like, because the back issues were, like, usually like the same price as the front running issues at the time Mm -hmm. and you know it would be like oh that superhero looks cool i'll read his comics you know and it was just like 80s writing was so good in dc it was so awesome yeah dan jurgens does a real good job he does the writing and the art Um, yeah and i mean like how far they have fallen (laughs) like uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's like so much wacky stuff is happening. Yeah. But then you've got like a lot of great, um, uh, you know, characterization and character relationships. You know, we yeah. get Booster's twin sister, Michelle. Yes. Who comes to the past. She and, totally does. you know, she becomes gold star for a little bit and then she gets kidnapped by horrible aliens. Yeah, like you do. Like you do. And, you know, and then she gets killed. Yeah. <sighs> Which is terrible because it's kind of like this. It's almost like a precursor to like kind of how Booster deals with Ted's death. <laughs> Yeah, because he yeah. gets the you know her like future gravestone, and he gets Doctor Fate to send it through time. Yeah, so that it will be in the future because he's like it's not right for her to die have died five hundred years before she was born. Right, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of like with Ted, where you spend all of eternity tending to his grave. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you get the whole Manhunter thing, and then that's when, like, Booster kind of flips shit. Yeah. Like, he destroys his mansion? Yeah, he does. And... Because he, like, you know, I mean, he's like, this is... All I'm doing is hurting the people around me. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Because the Manhunter is basically like, just stop being Booster Gold. Just stop. Mm-hmm. And I won't kill everybody you care about, you know? And Booster's like, okay. Yep. Fine. Yep, he does it, and then, yeah, he destroys the mansion, he kind of flips out a little bit, the Justice League shows up. They do. And they're like, look, maybe stop throwing your little temper tantrum, and come back to the Justice League, and be a fucking hero. Right. Here's your costume, be a big boy, and put it back on. 
And he does. And he does. He totally does it. He does. And I'm like, oh, this is why you're always doing get rich quick schemes because you <laughs> burned yep. your fucking mansion to the like. What are you d- booster? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I mean, he got all of his a computer, an '80s computer hacker stole all of his money. This is true. Yes. You know, uh, his house was programmed to destroy him by by Dirk, now turned into the Manhunter known as Backstabber. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so he's got nothing. He destroys everything that's left in his life. Yeah, well, Booster. I I don't know. But, I yeah. mean, it it was interesting to see him go. Because there is character development for him. And that he does go from, you know, the super shallow, you know, just glory hound. Which I know he never completely sheds that. No, he, he never really gets out of it. But, but like, he does mature as a superhero. Yeah, he does show growth and maturity and a depth of character. Yeah. Um, you know, like, doing what's right regardless. You sure. know, being self-sacrificing. Recognizing the worth of the people around him. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, like, forming relationships that, you know, he treasures, obviously. Yeah, you know, learning to be a team player. Yeah. M- more or less. <laughs> well, I mean, more or less. Even if that team is only Blue Beetle. You know, I mean, I do like that when the Justice League shows up, they have a amnesia Guy Gardner with them. Yes, they do. <laughs> I forgot about that. Or he's just like, oh my, those people are hitting each other awfully hard. Yes. <laughs> And Ted's real mad that he's, like, pretty much stuck with, like, babysitting dude. Yeah, and he's like, can we do anything? Does he really have to come along? He's useless right now. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, guy. I love you so much. I just, I I love that they ran with that gag. Yeah. I mean, multiple issues until he got hit in the head again, and then he was back to being Guy Gardner. <laughs> right. I mean, but again, it was it was a more fearless time where they didn't think about things like, oh, how is this how is this going to play with this focus group? Well, I mean, I think too with that specific run of Justice League, if I'm not mistaken, um, that book was actually in danger of being canceled. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's when they were like, oh, well, what if we just did this? And it was like, well, I mean, we're probably going to end it anyway, so why not? Right. Which, kind of in the history of comics, it leads to really actually good writing when, like, you don't have the constraints on you. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, it's weirdly freeing, I guess, where it's like, well, if it didn't work, we took our best shot, you know? You know, like, I'm thinking about that, um, the Green Arrow, Green Lantern comic, yeah, which, again, was on the verge of being canceled, and they're like, well, well, what the hell, why don't we, like, team them up, and they'll, like, do social justice across America, and then, like, surprise, it's... Yeah, it's like really? one of the best comics ever written. You yeah. know, um, the new Miss Marvel, where they were like, well, slash shrug, we'll see. Yeah. I'll, I'll plot like the first six issues. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get any further than that. Yeah. You know, or even like Fantastic Four, where it was like, well, Marvel's about to shutter its doors anyway. Why don't we just make a superhero book like we've been wanting to, you know? And then they were just like, oh, Excelsior! (laughs) So I I think that that 
that's probably very freeing creatively. Creative. Yeah. Creativatively. Yes. Creatively. Creatively. <laughs> Hi, I do a podcast and I know what words are. I don't I don't know what no words are, no how. I don't need no words, never know how. Nuh uh. So yeah, like when you when you know that like, hey, the book might be getting cancelled anyway, so why the hell not? Yeah, I mean go run run with it, man. Do so it. yeah, so do when it, they're it, like, Hey, we're gonna take some like B and C listers and turn it into like a sitcom. I mean I, I, they weren't doing anything anyway. It was a great idea. Oh my god, it's fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, the boost boosters book is so much fun and such a, a great glimpse into like also just like the nineteen eighties. It is a classic. Like this book was just like I just I just want to read it over and over again. I just oh my god, we you know we didn't even get into like. So, because Booster Gold is from the future... Well, no, I was going to actually segue into this. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. here, I'll do it now that you've ruined everything. <laughs> okay. You've ruined everything. Well, it's what um, I do best. So, Booster Gold gets really confused about um, modern, well, like, 80s turns of slang. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily, what's the stuff that he gets wrong? Oh my gosh, because you know I have a fucking list. Yeah, oh, I, I knew that, yes. Yes, so let's see. A lady tells him to shake a leg and he takes it literally. <laughs> yes, his, his limo driver, um, Barbie. No, no, I'm sorry, Bambi quit. Yeah. Uh, it, it's somebody else. I oh, forget that's what right, her name I forget. Is. But she's like, <laughs> Yes, that's right. <laughs> she's got like her little limo driver uniform. Yes. And I'm like, Booster, what are you... Uh, let's see. He calls people Turkers, meaning turkeys. Yep. Right. Well, they don't have those in the future, apparently. No. Uh, he's going to tear those guys lung from lung. <laughs> one of my favorite ones. He's like, all right, boys, take him to the big home. Yes. Goes <laughs> to the big house. Uh, he says that a girl's album will go radium. Yep. Uh, somebody's going to have our Heinz. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Skeets is always there. He's like, you mean head, sir? Yeah, yes. Uh, he asks people what's down. He does. He does say what's down. Uh, and he calls people pouting, pouting poopers. <laughs> of course, Skeets is like, I believe you mean party pooper. Also, I love that he calls Skeets coach. Yes. He's like, all right, coach, what's the game plan? And I'm like, oh, my God, you fucking jock nerd. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, I like Skeets a lot. He's a no, little flying Skeet, robot. Skeets is super great. Yeah. Um. He does. He's got sass. He's got his own little character. You yeah. know, he's there to try to keep Booster on the straight narrow, more or less. Yeah. You know, and like he is looking out for, for Booster's well-being and the well-being of the timeline as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good on you, Skeeks. Yeah, he's he's trying his best. He, he is indeed. He's doing his best, you know, and he's, he just flies around and corrects a booster when he's being a yum-dum, which is all the time. <laughs> well, you know, that's how it, that's how it goes. Um, so if you've never read Booster Gold's uh, 86 run, I mean, like, you... It's 25 issues. You really should dive into it. Yeah. Just, I mean... If you've never heard of Booster Gold before, and, like, this is your first exposure to Booster Gold, 
Um, like it, it's an amazing, amazing book. It it really is. He's such a fun character. Yeah. Um, and again, it was really cool to revisit because I mean I've read Booster Gold's original run before. Yeah, as um, have I. But I mean, it's been a minute. It's so, just it's it's like the 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 comic equivalent of like a, a popcorn movie. It's great. Yeah, you know, it, but it, it's fun to go back. You know, like seeing where he is now, and then going back and seeing like you know where it all started you know and then of course the the lead into like justice league international which established True. him as what everyone thinks of when they think right exactly, exactly. Uh, but it, it's just it's a really really good read uh the art is is like dc 80 standard which i love i love that 80 style yeah no dan jurgens does a real good job yeah. he draws a, a beautiful booster gold he, he certainly does. He, he knew a lot about 80s fashion, so... Yeah, um, Booster dresses himself a lot better than Ted does. Oh my god, Ted, you... you Tragedy. Like, you would walking think... Walking tragedy. You would think that Ted's the weird one from the future, who maybe doesn't understand, like, 80s fashion? Unfortunately, he's a normal man. <laughs> you know, but like, you know... Although, oh no, my two favorite Booster Gold fashion moments. Uh-huh. Number one, when he goes on a date with the actress. Yeah. Uh, and he's wearing his booster gold suit. Yes. But over it, he's got like a purple velvet tuxedo jacket. Yeah. A ruffled tuxedo shirt, a bow tie, and a cummerbund. Yes. And Dirk was like, you need to put this on. <laughs> um, Fashion moment number two is towards the end Mm-hmm. Oh, when he's fighting the the booster robot yes. that Lex Luthor made to defeat Superman. It's true, and Superman's like, I'll just destroy them both, I guess. <laughs> you know, but he shows up, he crashes a party that Lex Luthor is having. Yeah. And he looks like a total, like, 1980s, like, movie star hunk. It's, in, like, yeah, his white true. suit with, like, the tie that's undone. <laughs> and I was just like, Booster, you babe, what are you doing, pal? <laughs> he steals uh, Lex's girlfriend. It's it's true. Oh, oh, Lex, you bald maniac. Yeah, I, I don't know why he thought that, like, making a booster robot full of kryptonite. I just, he has real bad ideas when it comes to kryptonite. I mean, but then I like that, that booster... Beats up the rope because then everyone's like, "Oh, Booster!" You because it's like after his sister dies, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, we saw you. You were trash talking Superman, and you held like a press conference." And he's yes. like, "I've been mourning my sister. Like, what? And what are you people talking about?" Yeah. And he beats up the robot, and he gets the kryptonite, and then like he's like rubbing it in Superman's face. <laughs> yes, it's so booster gold. He's like, oh, maybe I should maybe I should keep a little bit of this and take you down a peg, pal. You know, and I'm like, what have you been hanging out with Batman lately? Like, well, oh, Batman. You need, like, a way to bring down Superman just in case. He's my best friend. That's why I have this bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, it's not Batman, you dangerous maniac. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I keep bullets. Oh, did you have a bullet for me? I do, because we're best friends. No, I see. I just, 
But yeah, I'm like, Booster, why do you, what, next time Superman gives you kind of a hard time about, like, taking money? <laughs> you just blast him? <laughs> <laughs> just murder him with some kryptonite? Like, that'll show him? <laughs> Take that, do-gooder. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll cash uh, that check now, please. Oh my goodness. Well, we liked Booster Gold quite a bit, and, and we're gonna stay... On matters concerning blue and gold. Mostly um, blue, though. We're going mostly back. blue. We're going back to blue after this. True we're gonna, blue. We're going to go back to a neglected blue beetle, I think. Oh, well, we will definitely... Uh, how, how interesting, also hideous. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, uh, this was Opal City Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get in touch with us at opalcityradio at gmail.com. We had a Facebook page. I'm not sure exactly what's going on with it. I am working with Facebook hand in hand. Oh, Facebook. Experts are on the case. Hooray, the, the finest that Star Labs has to offer. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, however, in the meantime, you can always go to opalcityradio.blogspot.com. Uh, we do host... All of our stuff on podcasts.com mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're on iTunes. So there's at least three ways to get this and podcast into into your brain. Yes. And we're on Twitter. Yes. We are on, tw- on tweeters, tweeters. So you can talk to me about how cool Booster Gold is. Yeah. How, like, how much you would want a Booster Gold movie where he gets a Booster Gold movie in the movie. Oh, my God. You know, okay, I know we're ending, but so mad that the DCEU takes itself too seriously and we can't have, like, a funny, cynical JLI movie where Maxwell Lord is trying to cash in on the superhero craze by putting together his own superhero team that he can, like, merchandise. It's just, (laughs) I mean... The problem is DC thought that Suicide Squad was funny. And that's what we... No, we'll be here for another 20 hours if we go down that dark trail. So terrible. Oh, I saw an ad uh, for Suicide Squad in Booster's comic. And I was just like, no, you fools, the future! (laughs) (laughs) Booster, why didn't you warn us? Oh my god, he did, he tried, he tried very hard, he (laughs) fell on deaf ears. Um, So, from us to you guys, we are out of here, and we hope your week is great, and we will catch you later! Bye guys! This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.